0: Let us talk about Tarot Talk and Astro Update. Here we are, Tarot Talk and
1: Astro Update. Do you want to go first or you want me to?
0: You should go first this time. Okay.
1: So for Tarot Talk, I just kind of uh, thought I would talk about some of the different uh, um, suits and the symbols and elements um, that you see quite a bit in tarot cards. So I'll go into that. Cool. All right cups the suit of cups represents the element of water and water represents the ever-changing flow and fluidity of people's emotional states Uh, the cup itself represents the human soul and hence the holder of the water therefore whenever one sees the symbol of the cup in the tarot it should remind the reader that there is an emotional or relationship element involved in the spread i like that And then, uh, for the wands, the suit of wands represents the element of fire. Fire is the spark drive creativity, imagination, passion, and spirit that drives us forward. Or I kind of think, see it as kind of the soul, um, Mm -hmm. the higher self. The wand is symbolic of lightning passed down from the gods to man. One who uses a wand, such as a witch or a shaman, a pope, priest, or other spiritual person, is seen as a spiritual authority figure with connection to the divine source. When the symbol of the wand is revealed in a spread, the reader should know that there is a strong creative, spiritual, or
0: divine spark indicated. I also think the wand can kind of represent a phallic symbol. Yes, well. It's virility It's at its finest. Men
1: have, for a long time now, proven that they are god because what they can do with their penises oh. <laughs> <laughs> how they can make you feel with said penis and so they feel like it gives them the upper hand and women have kind of been fine oh, you have the upper hand <laughs> uh, yeah
0: so i think like wands to me are more the male symbols mm. and the cups are or the, the vessel f- of feminine. the woman feminine the feminine that makes kind of a lot looked of sense. at it like that
1: and that is completely correct cuz that's very similar to our body structures Mm -hmm. so there you go all right swords the suit of swords represents the element of air also a phallic symbol swords Mm -hmm. um air represents the intellect with the ability to analyze reason and assess the symbol of the sword itself means power authority protection strength and the power of the intellect When the symbol of the sword shows up during a reading, then the reader should know that the situation calls for a great deal of thought or careful decision-making, or it could indicate that the sitter is someone who spends a lot of time in his or her head. Yes. And then the last suit is the pentacles. Uh, The suit of pentacles represents the element of earth. Earth represents the physical body, sexuality, the ability to build or buy a home, hold a job, or mold a career, make money, create a business, or conduct trade. The coin itself reminds us of the power, value, flow, and freedom that money provides. When the symbol of the coin or a pentacle, as it is called in the tarot, appears, then the reader must know that things of wealth, money, stability, physicality, or security are at play in the reading.
0: Yeah, it's the material plane. Yes. For sure.
1: Everything that we create on the earth plane. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, These four suits also correlate with the suits in a regular deck of playing cards. So, for example, hearts are equivalent to the tarot's cup suits, diamonds are equivalent to the tarot's pentacle suit, clubs are equivalent to the tarot's suit of wands, and spades are equivalent to the tarot's suit of swords. In addition to these broader symbols, there are other individual symbols that tend to come up many times throughout the tarot deck. Below are just a small handful of what these symbols are and what they represent in the Rider-Waite-Smith tarot, because that's the typically the gold standard for tarot decks. Most tarot decks are um, an interpretation off the Rider-Waite-Smith. So the first one is the Lemniscate, also known as the infinity symbol. Uh, The Lemnisket looks like a number eight laying on its side. It represents energy's endless nature, its constant ebb and flow, and the foreverness of its existence. When this symbol appears on a card, it acts as a guidepost, flagging the reader to suggest taking careful consideration of one's decisions and actions because they could have an infinite impact. Mm -hmm. The cards in which the Lemnisket appear are the Magician Strength and the Two of Pentacles.
0: I wonder how many people are going to hear it said as limp biscuit. Yeah, limp biscuit. Does that lim- sound lim-niscuit. like I said it?
1: Limniscuit. lim-niscuit. lim-niscuit. <laughs> <laughs> uh The next is the caduceus symbol. The caduceus represents balance, health, and the union of opposites. It is two snakes wrapped around a short rod topped with wings. This symbol can indicate a good partnership, whether in love or in business. It can also suggest two people coming together to facilitate healing. The caduceus symbol is represented on the two of cups. Pillars are my next imagery. Pillars show up in many tarot cards, typically on either side of the main focus of the card. Pillars represent balance and keeping one directly on their path. The pillars can indicate strength in that the focus of the card is able to stay in balance, whether it be intuitive balance or balancing the scales of justice. Pillars can be found in the High Priestess, the Hierophant, Justice, the Moon, and the Three of Pentacles. The next one is the Ouroboros, which is a snake eating its own tail. Oh, yes. This symbol is related to the Limnisket as a variation of the Infinity symbol. The Ouroboros is a symbol of trajectory. It suggests that the present is feeding off the past in order to create the future. In other words, where you have been in the past has got you to where you are now, and it's a pretty good indicator of where you're going to go, unless you take a conscious effort to change it. The Ouroboros is the magician's belt in the magician card, so snakes that are actually not eating their tail also have a symbolic stake in the tarot. The snake suggests renewal and birth, like a snake that sheds its skin during its different growth cycles. The message indicates we must adapt to our surroundings, learn to let go of what no longer serves us, and pay more nurturing attention to what we need. The snake shows his slithering features in the Lovers, Seven of Cups, and the Wheel of Fortune cards. snakes. Next one is castles. Castles can represent your home, your castle if you will, or the ability to find your place in the world. They can represent security and stability and the achievement of a dream. Castles are quite prevalent in the tarot and are significant in the chariot, the Ace of Wands, the Four of Wands, the King of Pentacles, the Eight, Nine, and Ten of Pentacles, the Eight of Swords, the Five of Cups, and the Seven of Cups.
0: Wow, I didn't realize it was in all those cards.
1: I believe so. I got this information from something, so I must have, (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Uh, Clouds represent the element of air. Clouds typically suggest intellect, higher thought, or sudden realizations. However, clouds can indicate that the intellect is cloudy, and finding an answer, solution, or epiphany is compromised. That being said, clouds do move away quickly, so this lack of clarity won't last, and a bright idea will most likely show up soon. Clouds are quite popular in the tarot, showing up on the lover's card, the wheel of fortune, the tower, judgment, the world, ace of swords, three of swords, five of swords, page of swords, king of swords, ace oh. of cups, four of cups, seven of cups, ace of wands, wow. and ace of pentacles. So basically, all the cards are the cards. Somebody's <laughs> loving the clouds, loving the clouds. That's correct. Uh, mountains are another thing that tend to show up in the tarot. Uh, the symbolic meaning of mountains is the attainment of a goal, meaning a challenge, success, or accomplishment. Mountains can also represent a higher state of consciousness, clear thinking, and the sense of being closer to God. A very earthy symbol, mountains remind us of the challenges in life that lay before us, but that can be overcome with perseverance, hard work, and commitment. Mountain imagery can be found in the emperor, the lover's, strength, judgment, the fool, the page of pentacles, the queen of pentacles, the eight of swords, ten of swords, eight of cups, knight of cups, the ace, two and three of wands, seven of wands, page of wands and the knight of wands. So anyway, those are some of the symbology and things that I've seen show up in tarot cards quite a bit. Carol, what do you have for us from an astrology update? Thank
0: you, Holly. That was super interesting. I I had no idea that some of those symbols were on so many cards. I know. It's amazing.
1: Only the Rider Waite is what I was Mm -hmm. using. So please don't go look at your decks that aren't Rider Waite and go, she's lying. No. (laughs) Because I was just looking at the Rider Waite Smith.
0: Well, happy. Day. Happy, happy, happy day. <laughs> you know who I'm directing that to you, don't you? Me? No. Oh. Happy birthday, Leo. Oh, happy birthday, Leo. Leo season is upon us all. Roar. Yes. The Leo Zodiac period starts around July 23rd and ends in August 22nd. And what a year this will be for all you lions. So let's all do a big roar, shall we? One, two, two three. Roar. I, you know, I know we're around the campfire, but Josh, please make our roar much bigger. Rawr. I mean, Leos need a big production as they do like to make, you know, a grand entrance.
1: Our friend Amy is a Leo and she said she likes her claps. And I always think that's
0: so funny. That is so cute. <laughs> it's so cute. I like <laughs> my claps. I like Hi, claps, Amy. I praise. like my claps. Hello, Amy. Happy birthday. And happy birthday, Amy. You, Amy... And other Leos are getting ready to have a redo in your relationships. And that means this month you'll be focusing on getting the right attention from the right people. Right. Yes. With Venus retrograde, your usual head-turning ways of style and attraction just won't work. Mm. Instead, you will need to rely on being prepared with the right words and the right actions to make others follow your lead. Some of you will find a hidden talent you didn't realize you possessed, and she's so talented already. She really is. Yeah, no more talent. She's done some pretty cool stuff. You already have so many. Yes, for sure. <laughs> some of you will find a hidden talent, and you may be tempted to hide that talent. What you know, what you've discovered, until you feel you're a master to your new skills. But this is unusual because usually Leos just are very confident. Um, but your birthday celebration this year might be more low key. You may prefer an intimate celebration where you're surrounded by your closest friends and family members. And this month, you'll be reflecting on last year and deciding now that your professional life is on track, how you will be investing or spending your money this year. Yeah,
1: that sounds like her.
0: Yes, travel, Leo, is certainly on your mind. You've got some big goals, and yet there is something more you're probably hoping to achieve by traveling. Look back to 2015 and what themes might have been playing out for you that year, because this might have some link or similarity to the topics you might be experiencing this month. What was the year again? 2015. Okay. Either way, Leo, this year will bring you to a pinnacle moment of change when you can create the support you need to go after a cherished dream. Huh, okay. So this is going to be a big year for Leo's and Leo's are already feeling it. And that's why sometimes that natural, confident mm-hmm. energy, mm-hmm. you're pulling back and going, what is this? Something's mm. changing. I'm developing a new skill or new interest. And I think it's going to be really cool what, Good. what you learn and what you discover. I got a,
1: a couple of Leo friends and my friend Lacey is a Leo Amy and I'm just trying to think about where they're at in their lives Mm -hmm. and how that I mean I know it fits for Amy I think it does fit for Lacey too
0: yeah and this applies to Leo rising Um, Mm -hmm. a lot of astrologers feel Leo um, risings um, or actually just the rising sign in general Mm -hmm. is more accurate for predictions and personality wise what's going on internally okay uh then your sun zodiac sign right so pay okay. attention to both of that i'm a okay. leo rising oh you are yes oh well here's some claps i you. like claps thank you and roars Rawr. or a dog growl claps fine and roars. Too. <laughs> for the rest of us i want to talk about chiron a term maybe you've heard before Have you heard of Chiron? Yes, because
1: I used to work in the film and television industry, Mm -hmm. and Chiron was that little card that they put up (laughs) on the third part of the screen that shows who's talking. Yeah, but go ahead.
0: (laughs) So in astrology, Chiron is nicknamed the wounded healer. In Greek mythology, Chiron was a centaur who was highly regarded for his wisdom in the area of medicine and healing remedies. Chiron is not a planet, but is a small asteroid located between Saturn and Uranus. Uh, Laugh, 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 laugh. laugh. My Uranus, I can feel (laughs) it. But it is between these two planets. And because of the location, astrologers think Chiron assumes some of the characters of those planets. So Saturn is asking, what is holding you back or restricting you? And Uranus is asking, what did you just eat? No, I'm, I'm just kidding. <laughs> They're asking, what needs to be destroyed or healed from your rebellious acts? Mm. It has also simultaneously been called a comet and has been the subject of being relabeled as a dwarf planet like Pluto. You no, know, Holly, I wish astronomers can just leave it well alone. <laughs> it's just too confusing <laughs> having having them rename these things all the time. I know. So, our July aspects show that Chiron is also going to be retrograde in the sign of Aries from July 23rd to December 27th. And this influence of this transit will last about five months. Mm. Ironically, Chiron was wounded in the Greek myth and was not able to heal himself, so that is why the nickname given as the Wounded Healer. Mm -hmm. Chiron will encourage us to regain our independence and the courage to fight for ourselves, to obtain what we want, and to overcome our limits. It is very strong right now because of the fact it is in the sign of Aries, but it does require us all to go back to reevaluate and course-correct in certain areas astrologers feel the key to healing based on the greek myth is by being of service to others sometimes chiron can denote surgery or hospital visits other times it can point to remarkable cures in healing and medical discoveries chiron takes about 49 years to transit through all 12 zodiac signs It returns to the original sign and degree when it was placed at the time of your birth and is called the Chiron return, the year before your 50th birthday. Many people feel this as a midlife crisis for sure. Yeah, But Chiron always gives a gift through the wounding. Okay. So that's the good news. And everyone will have Chiron placed somewhere in their birth chart. You should go and see what sign it is in. And that area will also help you figure out where you had misunderstandings the place you need to have healing from any wrong actions. Its symbol looks like a circle with the letter K sitting on top. When Chiron is retrograde, you cannot move forward without confronting these areas that need your attention. It brings you a crisis that you just can't ignore. I'm going to help you by giving you a brief hint of what you can expect based on your zodiac sign. You will also... As a reminder, want to listen for your rising sign too. Okay. Uh, Like I said, astrologers seem to think that's more accurate for your inner mindset and true personality.
1: My rising sign was... Aquarius. Thank you. (laughs) I can't remember. (laughs)
0: Aries. Let's go. For you specifically, you might feel very angry about a situation you need to release. It's a good time to reflect on any actions or words you said that put more fuel on the fire. If you can find a different perspective, it can help release you to have ultimate freedom for what it is that stirs your passion in a good way. The situation you feel has damaged your identity, ego, and reputation for years, but that is probably a false belief. Taurus. There has been a situation on your mind with someone from your past, and you need a permanent closure, but sometimes you have to provide your own ending. A secret will be revealed to you regarding this area, and finally, it will shed light on why your emotions are shut down. Chiron can help you crack open to let the light back in. Gemini. Chiron is highlighting your 11th house, which is your area of community and friends. Trust issues are going to be the main work you need to confront with others and yourself. You will need to go back and evaluate which friends had your back and how you can do more for your community. Service is the key for healing. Cancer. There is something about your work that keeps holding you back ambition-wise, and all of this stems from your childhood. Hmm. It could have been something simple as your parents influenced you to pursue a particular area of study, or maybe they just said something offhand that wounded your belief in your abilities to attain greatness. Fear of failure is real, so take a good look at what might be at the root of this issue and take steps to heal it. Leo, Chiron is in your ninth house. It's bringing you a deep wound regarding foreign travel or studies. Remember, I said travel was going to be a main goal of yours this year. Yeah. What happened to you that made you abandon something in this area? Nobody's going to think less of you if your long-held beliefs are changed or abandoned. Travel and certain knowledge can expand your mind, and that is a good thing if you allow yourself to have different perspectives. You are a good person regardless what others have said to you. Virgo, the area of passion is one that has a very important lesson for you. Taboo subjects or unconventional methods to confront your blocks emotionally will be very helpful. Chiron is sending a crisis for you to abandon your intellect at this time and let random emotions just wash over you for ultimate healing. Remember, sexual betrayal is less damaging than emotional betrayal. So forgive and move on. Okay, Libra. Chiron wants you to stop sabotaging your relationships. Mm. You love to try and people please. It's time to stand up for yourself. Call out the imbalance that you're putting up with. You'll be surprised at how long you've just been floating along trying to keep the peace in your committed partnerships, and this healing will really transform your relationships and your daily happiness. Scorpio, you have not been taking the best care of yourself regarding your diet and daily habits. This crisis comes in your sixth house of daily routines and health. If you have pets, you may be confronted with the neglect and lack of attention they've been receiving lately. It's time to face the harm or actions you have done to escape reality and get real about healthy changes. Chiron will make sure you cannot use excuses and the faster you can get on a new plan, the better emotionally you will feel. Sagittarius. Chiron is showing up in your house of fun and pleasure. Mm. Let's face it. You cannot be truly happy if obligations keep you from pursuing the activities that truly make you laugh and love. That's right. Yes, Holly. (laughs) Chiron is asking you to set strong boundaries on what you do for other people. Someone who you think needs your help is taking advantage of your generous nature, and it brings up old wounds of how people value your presence in their life. You can't fill someone's cup when your own cup is empty. Mm. Just say no to anything that doesn't bring you joy, joy and more joy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll do. Thank Cap you. Capricorn capricorn i love to say capricorn capricorn i always think of um, my candy corns when i say that yes family roots are the ties that bind and for you old wounds from childhood will be rearing its ugly head again calling for a visit back to analyze and communicate with your family using honesty and this time a touch of honey yeah. nobody remember has a perfect upbringing It is time to move away from trying to force or wish for those relationships to be what you think you need them to be for you. I think Chiron will help you move forward, accepting in peace the past and letting go. What will be the key to bringing security in your life? If it is tied to your family bonds, then this period of time will present to you other ways to create a comfortable feeling of home wherever you are. Aquarius, you need to be heard. And how you communicate with others will bring you some eye-opening feedback. Chiron can bring a wound in this area, which can temporarily make you feel bad about yourself. But don't be sad. Listen to the critical feedback and change your communication style accordingly. Okay. Because it is likely to be an area that is holding you back from creating more friends and more professional opportunities. But also, your strong convictions will come across less preachy and more peachy. Do I and preach? These are good changes. <laughs> no, I think I'm more of the preacher, but <laughs> <laughs> I got to do
1: more finger wagging when I talk. Finger wagging.
0: Yeah. Do some charts and graphics. <laughs> I always think that really helps my communication. For sure. For sure. Some PowerPoints here and there. Yeah. Pisces, this Chiron transit is in your second house of wealth and possessions. This will bring back issues regarding money. Oh, shoot. <laughs> no. that's, that's the rocks. Oh, no. Sign. People in your life might have shown you disrespect in regards to your ability to manage your finances. Fuck them all. You're an artiste. <laughs> <laughs> nice. It is time to understand why you may be struggling in that area, and perhaps you do need help. Maybe for some Pisces, it is someone nosing their way into your finances and an invasion of your bank account. Whatever it is, the placement of Chiron in Aries will give you the courage to stand up for yourself. Yet it might be painful to accept that your way won't be compatible for some relationships. I think deep down you are okay with giving up the status quo and doing your own thing. So, that is just a glimpse of what these Chiron wounds might open up for you okay. for some deep healing. Thank you. That was very interesting. I'm interested to hear people's feedback. Um, yes. Because remember, it's a five-month transit. Yeah. So you have until December to kind of see- To tell us how it goes. What these things are bringing out for you. Yeah, for sure. Huh. Um there's also some really amazing paranormal news we can read terror Yeah,
1: yes. You were telling me, so for one thing you and I were talking about on my last episode when yeah. I was talking about giants and yeah. how there's this theory that the planet Nibir- Nibiru, 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 um, or planet X as yeah. NASA likes to say, or planet nine as some people call it um if does it exist and is it going to be coming back towards us and if so what will happen when it comes back towards us but then you also found a story on tiktok that you're interested in viral viral. tell us about that
0: yeah so this video went viral of a lady who demanded to get off a plane saying a man next to her on board was not real Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) creepy creepy and people have been trying to get to the bottom of the story so there's all kinds of you know, cell phones, you know, with their version of the story, yeah. presenting the videos and then commenting and people yeah. are coming out and telling their own version. And as it turns out, it seems that this woman was seen drinking at a bar before she got on the flight. And as the plane was transiting the runway for takeoff, she lost her earpods, you know, her Apple yes, earpods or yes. whatever brand they are, and accused the man sitting next to her of taking it. Yes. And then when one of the male airline stewards, a um, couple of them tried to intervene and help her out, um, she flips out. She accuses someone, we can't tell who it is specifically, um, that the person is not real and that she's going to get off the plane, but if everyone wants to die, they can just stay on board. She doesn't care. She doesn't care about her stuff, nothing. She just wants to get off the plane. She has a
1: full-blown panic attack. And
0: now, mind you, the plane is moving. It yeah. is already in in the process of Taxi. going down. Yeah, going it's not down flying. There. It's no, just taxiing. Yeah. But it's in line, Yeah, and they are trying to con- console her and everything, but she's not going to have anything to do with it, so... All passengers were removed from the plane. They had to do a sweep because she made the comment that everybody was going to die if they stayed on it. Right. And they didn't allow the same flight attendants on the next flight. They Mm. exchanged all flight attendants. Um, They were all replaced. And after, what, three or four hours later, the passengers were allowed back on the plane. Now, what's interesting is this lady tried to get back on the plane. (laughs) After and all that, mm-hmm. she's like,
1: Oh, I'm sober now. Oh, okay, now that you have on. new flight attendants. <laughs> and now that you Is that creepy checked- guy still on there? Well, that's fine. I'm yeah. still getting back on the plane. So then
0: everyone cheered uh, when, you know, they carried her off a second time. I'm sure. But she hasn't been arrested. There's been really, like.
1: I would think that. They would be up her ass with a magnifying glass. They she have to. Like that. Yeah. I
0: mean, I don't understand it. So we'll get to the bottom of it. I'd like to read on that what was really going on. Did she see a shape shifter? If yeah. so, Or was she out of her mind? Because
1: she claimed the guy next to her wasn't real. It was a shapeshifter, right?
0: We don't know if it was the guy next to her or she's pointing to somebody else that was like the flight attendant or whatever. We don't know for sure who she was referring. So let's
1: do this. Um, We only have one tarot deck between us today. It's the Considerate Cat Tarot by Madeline. uh, Hold on. Madeline Bellinger. Um, I forgot my deck. Yeah, it's okay. Why don't you take this deck and mm-hmm. shuffle and pull cards for what Nibiru? was what was going no oh. what was going on with this woman on the plane, and then we'll both interpret it. Mm-hmm. And then I will read. I'll shuffle for Nibiru, Nibiru, and then we'll both interpret it. How does that? sound? I like
0: that. Okay. I do. I do want to tell you my experience with the Curious Cat Tarot. Oh, okay. they're always positive. I don't know if it's the cute cats on there.
1: Well, we can. I mean, yes, cats are positive and good. And beautiful yes. animals.
0: <laughs> so I'll just be, I'll be. It'll like, be a very, it'll be a very happy, loving reading. Um, reading for sure. For this lady. Here. Okay. All right. What we'll am be, I specifically going to ask?
1: Um, What was going on on that flight with that lady? That's okay. what I would say. All right. Okay. We'll cool. be right back.
0: I'm ready. We're back. We're back. Right. We're back. Carol, tell us what you pulled. Oh, gosh. I pulled a very cute cat (laughs) with the five of pentacles. He's Mm -hmm. a black and spotted cat, Mm -hmm. black and brown. Then I've got a little cat on a birthday cake, the Hierophant. Mm -hmm. And then I've got the seven of swords, which is a bunch of swords surrounding by a cat in like a graveyard.
1: And there's like a little body of something. Maybe it's another dead cat or maybe it's something that this cat killed.
0: (laughs) might not be a real cat <laughs> <It may not. laughs> and then we drew a clarifier card mm-hmm. of justice yes. and there's a bunch of cats looking up into the sky at the aurora borealis sky. oh is the aurora borealis yeah
1: and then like there's a little some kind of House mathematical in there. equation or i don't know what that is it's some kind of a uh, uh, astrological sign or something up there it's a star
0: system it's yeah. nibiru yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh, i hope not so okay. my my interpretation is just initial looking at this is that, yeah, I feel like she has been in rehabilitation mm-hmm. in the past. Yeah. So the first card is basically saying she's kind of overcome some struggles in the past with either her mental health or her addictions. Um, there was a comment that she was drinking in the bar ahead of time. So maybe mm-hmm. she has had some substance issues in the past. We mm-hmm. don't know for sure.
1: Or some mental health issues, perhaps. Mm -hmm.
0: Um... The Hierophant is a very spiritual card. It really says that she believes strongly in certain ideas. So I believe she really truly believed that there was somebody that wasn't real. A shapeshifter. A shapeshifter or maybe an entity. They were not safe. She truly believed that. She did. And the Seven of Swords is really talking about loss and theft. And so Mm -hmm. I do think that she probably overreacted and just felt like the whole world was against her and this was some plight to kind of destroy her life she felt like she was
1: being manipulated Mm -hmm. by the guy next to her or somebody on the plane and she wasn't safe
0: yeah so it was just basically like a mental break but she overreacted and um justice what do you take for that card
1: Well, in the Justice card, all the kitty cats are together and they're outside. They're looking up at the Aurora Borealis. So that means she's going to join a cult and they're going to look for aliens in the sky.
0: She's definitely going to get some vindication on her beliefs. Well, it's going to be confirmed that aliens are
1: are real (laughs) and that she was right to get off that plane.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Or that she gets what she deserves. Or she gets help because something.
1: Group comes together and Mm -hmm. gets her what she needs so yeah i don't know that i see a lot of paranormal stuff in this no. spread Mm-mm. i mean except the last card is kind of fun but um yeah i just think of somebody having a mental break especially with the seven of swords yeah you know that's typically a card of manipulating or being manipulated and yeah you know it's your your brain is creating something that
0: isn't there type of stuff so yeah i think that's probably her what imagination has taken mm-hmm. hold of her and it's based on her already preconceived beliefs that yeah. she has. so I agree. All right. all right, what's our next question? We'll go ahead and
1: and read on if Nibiru, am I saying that right Nibiru Nibiru is coming back to town in this in our lifetime in our lifetime. So we'll be right back. I pulled, again, the Five of Pentacles, then the Ace of Cups, the Moon, moon. and the Mother of Cups, a.k.a. the Queen of Cups.
0: The Mothership?
1: The Mothership. So um, the first one, Five of Pentacles, I think Carol and I kind of are going back and forth on what we think it means. I think it means, because the question I asked was, is this planet coming back in our lifetime? And then if so, what kind of destruction will we see? To me, the five of pentacles means it won't be back in our lifetime because it's a loss. It's not going to show up. But I think, Carol, you had a different sense of what it meant.
0: Yeah, the five of pentacles is a loss. So we could see something in its place that people think it's Nibiru. Um, so it might change our perspective on what's happening. Like it could just be a spaceship, not oh, this gloom, cool. doom, humongous, hmm. right? you know, harbinger of doom, doom. Yeah. Um, so I kind of think it's definitely we're not getting catastrophic cards here, not like the all. tower or anything. So I'm not saying that it couldn't come because there is no, you know, horrible f- cards that we got, but it still could be in the presence where we identify it. um, the ace of cups can also represent, you know, new beginnings, new relationships. So we could have like a new relationship with Nibiru. We could think of it in a different way.
1: Mm-hmm. I see Ace of Cups more as the relief card that it's not coming. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thank but God. What a relief. Is,
0: it is an emotional card, but mm-hmm. Ace of Cups is also a new beginning. Mm-hmm. Of, it's a
1: new beginning because we don't have to worry about it coming oh, back. Oh, there you our go. Planet. There yeah. you go. And the moon. The moon um i take the moon to be we're still going to be looking at the skies for other reasons Mm -hmm. uh we might still anticipate it being out there but there might be other issues coming at us from the sky like you know meteorites Mm -hmm. asteroids that type of thing what do you think i think they're
0: like oh shit why are we why do we care about nibiru it's the moon that is the moon that's That's the big the moon's issue. Gonna get us. No, I'm kidding. I I don't know. I like that interpretation. And then the mother of cups. Yes, I think it's just saying that female leadership is going to be coming into play with um, Nibiru. I think like when people mm-hmm. think about you know catastrophic change and like th- how our planet has been run. I think people are looking to a comforting presence mm-hmm. of like needing to have kind of a softer mm-hmm. future, not so patriarchal in nature.
1: I think for me, Mother of Cups is more about there will be more nurturing and mm-hmm. love going around everybody, uh, more community, a stronger sense of community. And mm-hmm. um just a softer way towards one another. Um, maybe we're going to have to commune together to deal with whatever is changing in the environment. So um, yeah. that could be the how I would interpret it too. Or female leadership absolutely would also be at play here. So,
0: or maybe Nibiru is a female energy. <laughs> maybe, maybe. I don't know, but yeah, I don't get the sense that. Anything dangerous is coming. No, not with from these cards. Nibiru. No,
1: not with these sweet little kitty cats.
0: I told you, these the spread is always. Every time I get a spread from these cards, it's always super positive because they're cute. Yes, we'll do this again with a more negative deck like the Darkwood Tarot or something So you guys
1: can all find out when we're going to expire
0: here. Yes, so have easy dreams tonight Yeah. and if you're going to be scared of anything just shut your drapes, don't look out the window (laughs) at the moon and make sure you
1: look under your bed As the
0: flames die down, do remember Though all hitchhikers are ghosts, and all dolls are definitely haunted.
1: Hey guys, be sure to follow us on Instagram. Our handle is at Fireside Phantoms. If you have a spooky story you would like to share with us, send it to Fireside at gmail.com and you may hear it on a future episode.